Need a new set of optics? For more than a decade, Riton Optics has been providing optic solutions for hunters and shooters of all types and disciplines. Check out their Primal line for those products geared more towards us hunters. From binoculars and spotting scopes to your basic 3-9 to nine scopes and longer range crossover models, the Primal line from Riton was made for hunters. Learn more at RitonOptics.com. That's Riton, R-I-T-O-N, Optics.com. Where to hunt Where podcast. To hunt it's, 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 okay. It's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Hi, I'm Dan Small, host of Outdoor Wisconsin, and I listen to Where to Hunt. Man, it's okay. I'm Kurt Geyer with Working Class Bow Hunter. I listen to Where to Hunt podcast, and it's decent. Uh, it's all right. This is Bud Fisher with Catching Deers, and I think the Where to Hunt podcast is all right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Where to Hunt podcast, the podcast that connects public land hunting enthusiasts. I don't know what day it is. I think it's Saturday. I'm Eric, and we got... I'm still here. We're still here. Yeah, we're still at the HHA uh, USA. We're still rolling. Shoot mission twelve at Antler Archer. Antler Archery. Archers. Antlers. Antler Archers. Archers. Antler Archers. See, I'm messing everything up. That's what I do. Boy, I got to. He can keep me in line over here. We're I'm not doing a very good job. Wisconsin Rapids. It's pissing rain out today, so everyone's soaking wet. We're joined with uh, David Marks here. And uh, your beard's looking pretty beautiful. Yeah, with thank that. you. I appreciate it. Kind of watered down a little Very bit. Very majestic. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. That's a good word. Majestic. Yeah, majestic. I appreciate it. Like majestic. <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's fantastic. Majestic. I haven't heard that one in a while. That's good. Like a lion's man, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a wise man. (laughs) Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, We're happy to have you and and learn more about what you got going on. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, and I appreciate the the invite to sit down and talk with you guys. Hell yeah, man. I want to hear more about uh, why you thought it was a good idea to drive to Wisconsin from Tennessee when you guys got perfectly good weather over there. So tell me about what you're doing here. Why would you show up? Yeah, it's like jumping out of a perfectly good airplane, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's uh, kind of strange. I don't... Give you the, the, I guess the straightforward answer. I don't know. I don't know why we're up here. Um, why are any of us here, right? We can no, go down the philosophical yeah, path, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, nah, it's, uh, we're just. Uh, well, how did you meet Chris? Well, maybe maybe yeah, that's so a good place. That's probably there. a better place to start, I would think. So um, I was at a, a one of the TAC events, the Total Archery Challenge down in Belvedere, Tennessee. It was the first event where I had taken a group of guys down to do some 3D shooting. And one of the guys that I knew from my old um, army unit uh, happened to show up and saw him down there. So he hit, said, hey, man, come camp out with us and hang out. Well, as we started talking about what I was doing, he was like, man, this is fantastic. He goes, I have an Instagram. Can I blast you guys out on Instagram? And I said, sure, go for it, man. So he started throwing our name out there a little bit. And through a chain of events, Chris Ham called me kind of out of the blue and said, hey, man, I like what you're doing. Tell me about yourself. And then, man, he and I had probably about a 45-minute conversation. We kind of just hit it off and have very similar stories, him kind of on the civilian side of things and me in the military side of things. But um, kind of some of the things that we've been through in our lives were, were kind of similar. Um, so we just kind of hit it off. And he was like, hey, you know, I, I like what you're doing. We've got some 3D shoots up here in you know Wisconsin. We'd love for you guys to come up and just hang out with us. And I was like, ah, Wisconsin, I don't know. It's pretty far away. I've never been that far north. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I just, I I prayed about it, to be perfectly honest. And I feel like the Lord was kind of leading us to come up here and meet the guys. So we started asking for donations and came up with the money and 
Lord provided for us, and we were like, all right. I found um, four guys, four veterans. Well, let me take that back. Two of them are veterans, two of them are active duty. Um, I've got one of my volunteers is still active duty, and then my other volunteer is a civilian guy. And I said, hey, man, what do you guys think about driving up to Wisconsin? And they were like, yep, let's do it. And I was like, all right, help me find some guys to bring up. And it was I was a little bit nervous about it, to be honest, because of the time that it was going to take to drive up here. That's a and lot of road is, time. It is. Yeah. And it's and, and to be honest, to come to find out, this is probably the max amount of distance that we're going to drive. If we go any further, it's going to be buying guys plane tickets and flying them somewhere. Absolutely. It was it was a lot, and and what I asked from the guys that are still active duty, and you know, the other guys of course have jobs. I was like, hey man, can you step away from your families? You know, we'll leave at midnight on Friday or Thursday, I guess, early Friday morning, whatever. Um, make the the ten hour drive up here, and then we'll hang out Friday, just relax, get the camp set up, do grocery shopping, we'll grill out, hang out, have a good time, and then Saturday, Sunday we'll shoot, and then we're gonna leave later in the evening on Sunday. And then we'll be home at, I don't know, like 4 or 5 in the morning on Monday. And all the guys kind of looked at me kind of sideways, and I was like, is that possible? And they were like, yeah, let's just do it. And then next thing I know, I, you know, we round up our guys that were cool with it, and here we are. It's good to do that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, people are looking for stuff like yeah. that to do, and so when we bring it to them, they're pretty, probably pretty excited and eager to do it more than anything, yeah. rather than begrudgingly, right? They're like, fuck yeah, man, let's fucking go. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, actually, last night, we were sitting around the fire, just kind of BSing, and nobody slept. It, well, we got one sleepyhead out there. Doug is a real close friend of mine. He's still active duty, but that guy can sleep anywhere, sleeps all the time. He slept the entire ride up, <laughs> fell asleep out Lucky here on bastard. the practice range yesterday. We came out, they let us come out for a couple hours yesterday. He shot like five arrows and then fell asleep on the bench over here. So it's, we call him <laughs> Sleepy Bear, that guy. He's, but at any rate, um, sorry, I forgot yeah, I what, the, what was the original question. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember. Let's make it off on a tangent. That's good. Just that's, the fact that's that good. you guys like drove up here, you know, and it's a long trip and you'd ask them to do yeah. it. And they're like, let's go. That's yeah. great. So you yeah. guys got a, a campsite then? Yeah. Somewhere yeah. nearby. It's got to be beautiful. There's a lot of, you're, you're north it's, in Wisconsin. It's, it's, it's gorgeous not just like here. Wisconsin. It's northern yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's in the, you're in the middle of Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, you got a few hours to go yet before you mm. hit the big lake up north. Yeah, it's gorgeous up here too. And all the guys have been raving about how beautiful Super it is fresh up here. Air. You're going to feel refreshed, yeah. Yeah. you know, spending time in the woods like that. That's for one thing for sure up here is definitely the air, the air is a lot cleaner. Like I can just, it just smells different. You can sure. see more stars at yeah. night probably too. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Um, the, the idea behind the campsite, though, you know, we kind of tossed around the ideas, you know, we're trying to get our nonprofit status right now. But one of the thoughts that went through was, you know, oh, we could take guys on these cool hunts and we can put them up in nice hotels and nice accommodations and stuff like that. And I kind of got to thinking, I was like, yeah, if you do that, you know, we're put guy in a hotel. He's just in the even, end of the evening. He's just going to go to his hotel room, isolate himself, and then you'll see him in the morning. And I was like, man, I want more of an experience, you know. So came up with the yeah. So we came up with the idea of let's just do this around a campfire. Yeah, and that's a yeah. really good idea. And, and it, it's, it's like, by the way, like yeah, going to retreat your own hotel room, sharing a room with a dude's kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, you know, but sure. sharing a campsite with someone—that's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird how that works, right? Yeah. yeah. So last night was kind of interesting. One of the guys that I just—I wasn't sure how he's going to react to this. Um, it's his first 3D shoot too, I believe. Um, but he loved it. He said last night, he goes, man, this is so awesome. Just sitting around the campfire and us just BSing, you know, yep. Yep. and just telling war stories and stuff like that. And he's one of the retired guys that's up here. He retired at two, three years before I did. We're the same unit together. Okay. Um, so it's just kind of cool to hear him because he was a guy I looked up to, you know, a couple, I was a couple years behind him. Sure. So he was a guy that I looked up to and respected. And for him to say, hey, man, this is a great idea and just having a lot of fun out here, just camping out and 
So it was it was cool. Like, so that's pretty awesome. Who yeah. did your logo, by the way? Because like you're so it's the Veteran Archery Project, by Correct. the way. And yep. just because we didn't frame it necessarily on what is you're doing, but it sounds like you brought a bunch of guys to the TAC event, and then you're bringing a bunch of guys here. So you're really like getting people to go and enjoy archery and shoot their bows and have some camaraderie baked into that. That's exactly so right. I think maybe you do more destination road trippy type stuff. And mm-hmm. like I said, maybe some folks get on a plane or what have you, but yeah. that's, there's a lot of bonding that happens yeah, there. And there's absolutely. a disconnect from the day-to-day that's important. Correct. Rather than just going to you know, the place down the road, it's different to take an excursion to even if it's Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin's nothing special, but it's the, it's still a destination for you guys. And yeah, well, and it gets guys away from the normal at-home yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? It gets the guys a chance to get away. I mean, I, I love my wife, I love my kids, but sometimes, man, as men, we just need to be away from that a little bit. I believe God designed us to be outside in the wilderness. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you know, Adam and Eve were put in a garden, you know, yeah. so I I'm think about that. I'm a much happier person come September, yeah. not because I'm chasing whitetail, yes, but... Because I'm putting the, the time in the, in the woods. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I'm decompressing yeah. in a way that I can't other times of the year. Yeah, absolutely right. So I think we get guys away from the home and the stress of just whatever's going on, whether it's work, you know, whether it's stuff around the house, whether it's your neighbors, you know, who knows. But getting up, up here and just camping and relaxing a little bit, uh, I think it's huge. And it's, it's been therapeutic for me, to be perfectly honest. Awesome. I bet. Yeah. Did, anybody, did anybody bring a hammock? I did, yeah. Do you call it hammock or hammock? Hammock. Damn it. Yeah. I don't know know what a hammock is. I argue about this often, and she's like, it's a hammock. I'm like, no, it's a hammock. Hammock. And then, so here we go. She'll like that you'd said that. It's certainly spelled that way, but I don't know. I'm a little bit country, so I have to hammock. But you brought it. That's like the ultimate relaxation tool, man. You find two trees that post that up, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I slept in it last night, and it was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It didn't rain last night, did it? Maybe It did not. It didn't start kind of drizzling until about 4.45 this morning. Okay. So you're like just in the rain all day today you've been outside yeah, a lot yeah, yeah yeah we stayed outside for the most part but yeah i asked the guys that was, was kind of interesting i was like hey you guys want to go inside and shoot or you just want to go sh- you know shoot the course and they're yeah. like no shoot the course yeah i was like of course a bunch of army guys just <laughs> it's not really fun unless you're in the rain yeah, miserable right. we, for we, some we reason unless it's raining yeah yeah that's exactly yeah that's exactly right yeah <laughs> it's weird how that works and they had a blast they yeah. had a lot of fun out there awesome well, then when we don't shoot well, we can blame it on the rain. Of so, course, then you yeah. have an excuse. Yeah, yeah exactly right. It's, yeah. it's slippery. Yeah, am I yeah. my footing right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I just blame the mosquitoes for everything. Oh, usually. there we go. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> See the mosquito on my nose? Well, I fucking didn't. I couldn't shoot with it there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was buzzing around my ear, you know, yeah. so it made me twitch. Yeah, yeah. Target twitch. panic. That wasn't target yeah. panic. That was me trying to swat away a mosquito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's cool. So what's the mission? Like, um, you know... It sounds like you're really boots to the ground right now and, yeah. and just doing the work. Yeah. Is there like a bigger vision or mission that you, like, how did you, what started this, man? Oh, like, man. So that's an interesting story. I'll give you the short version for, for time's sake. Um, we got time, so well, you, you do you. But if you feel so, you want to get through it quicker, whatever. So I, I'll, I'll, give, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the medium version. How about that? Here we go. All right. Medium um, medium is good. So, oh, man, it had to been... What's years? 21. So last year, 2020, 20, yeah, 2020. Jeez, man. 2020. That year didn't um, happen, so I don't know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, this is true. Well, <laughs> so in February, I get invited to a, a veteran's hunt. I hadn't retired yet. I was still in the Army, but I, I knew my time was coming, so I was getting towards the end. Um, and a guy from Veteran Outdoors, based out of Texas, a nonprofit, reached out to my unit and said, hey, we want to bring a couple guys down to go hunting. So we went down there, and I had an absolutely amazing weekend down there. It was just absolutely phenomenal. And I was blown away by just how amazing it was for, I guess, to go down and have a hunt with 
two other guys from my same unit, but then there was some civilian guys down there mm-hmm. with, with their hunting guides, and it, we just clicked with those dudes, and it was just a really cool experience. Now, they put us up in a super nice log cabin, real nice rooms, we all that like stuff. call glamping, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they put us kind of away, um, but there was still that camaraderie, that talking, you know, while we're out on the hunt, and we were hunting specifically um, black buck, and they're usually out in the open fields far away, um, but at any rate, um, so you have some time to sit there and chit-chat with guys while you're waiting for the herd to come by and stuff like that. And it was just a really, really cool experience to just talk about hunting something different than the military yep. and just connect with a civilian guy. Because I run across civilians, but in a military town, even the civilians know military stuff, and there's always that crosstalk. But, you know, sure. So, but to talk to somebody that is completely disconnected from the military and just talk about life and stuff was really, really cool. Yeah, that um, doesn't feel like you're talking shop nearly yeah, as much. Yeah, then, right. right. Yeah, exactly. But you're right. saying a good conversation. Yeah. One that would be really hard to carry on with anyone that doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't have to go back to the military. It was just yeah. talking about life and our kids and our wives and, you know, how they all, you know, how they're crazy. Yeah, 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 exactly. How many kids do you have? I, like, want to shake them every once in a while. <laughs> I thought that way last night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got my kids with me in the hotel room. It's not going great at all. Yeah, oh, I know. It yeah. never goes well. o'clock at night, my son's still, like, you thought he'd, like, you know, just chewed coffee grounds all night or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's so good. My son loves loves the hotel. So he got a little bit of money for his birthday. His birthday was on Wednesday. He just turned eight. And uh, he, he tells my wife, he goes, I'm saving my money so we can go to a hotel room. I don't know what his fascination is with hotel rooms. He loves Something them. Something different. Yeah, I don't know. He That's what he wants to do. Every time we go somewhere, well, you, like, get a pool, we stand up. you get you know, yeah. your bed. It's, yeah. like a, it's an experience. I think it's like a little adventure or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How know. old is he? He's eight. He's eight. eight. Oh, yeah. 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 So the imagination's going crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and we got to be on a high floor, too. He always asks for oh, as high yeah. as we there, can there's get. There's an yeah. adventure up there. Yeah. You like the elevator up and down a million uh, times, and yeah. then of course staring out the window, you know, with both Watching hands. Watching my four-year-old daughter on the elevator yesterday was pretty, pretty comical. It stopped, and she like, she thought she was gonna fall. You oh, know, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. I still face. feel that way. Like, uh-huh. I <laughs> yeah. Oh man. One time I was a kid, I got in the elevator and I, I forgot to just push any button, and I was standing. I was like, and then I had complete. Full-blown panic because I thought I, I thought it was stuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, you, you, you didn't hit a button. Oh, you know? that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm not the only one that's done that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for saying that. that. Makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Uh, so you're fantastic. just getting people to, you know, have a good time, it sounds like. Yeah. You so have fun doing this shit. Like, yeah, so what kind of spawned out of that trip down there and just hanging out with those guys is I really felt like God had kind of put on my heart and told me, it was like, this is what I want you to do, but do it with archery. Because there are tons of organizations out there that take you on rifle hunts, you know, uh, duck hunts, all kinds of stuff. So when I kind of, God kind of gave me that idea, I was like, man, that's okay. Well, well, let's, we'll see. Right. So I kind of sit on that one for three or four months. And the first person I brought it up to was my wife. And she was like, absolutely not. And I was like, whoa. I was like, why not? And she's like, because I know you, you will never follow through with this. And I was like. Okay. Well, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was correct. Yeah, well, no. She was right. And I was like, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so she knows me better than anybody. Do you have shiny object syndrome too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Can't can't complete anything around the house. Zero (laughs) tasks done. Start all my honey-do lists, get zero of them done. Still. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so she says kind of like, I don't think this is a good idea is what she really said. Um, so that's and, different and feedback. Okay, so then yeah. you had to process that a little bit. I did, yeah. yeah. So I take a step back. My wife knows me better than anybody, so I really have to think about this, process it, and like, okay, well, let's let's go back to the drawing board on this. So I just kind of back up a little bit. Um, and, man, it, it was crazy. Three months later, people just out, out of nowhere start calling me up and was like, hey, man, I think you should start a 
um, like an archery ministry for the church or something, you know, like, and I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. Here's something that's kind of been on my heart recently. And they're like, man, that's a phenomenal idea. You should do that right now. I'm like, yeah, okay. I just thought maybe they were excited or whatever. Um, I had a, the pastor of my church um, called me out of the blue one day and was like, man, I think you should, you know, it was something similar. And I said, I said, it's interesting that you said that because I'm not, I'm not told anybody about this. Can I, I want to come over and let's sit down and talk about this. So I went over and told him exactly what I felt like God had put on my heart to do. And he was like, I want to be a part of this. I'm in. Yep. And I was like, man, for the pastor of my church to say something like that. And he and I weren't close before. It just, we'd chit chat and passing and stuff like that. But for him to sit down and commit to something like that, just in a, a 30 minute conversation, yep. I was like, man, I really think this is something God really has put on my heart. And now I've got people confirming that around well, me. When you speak to God, when you pray, he talks back in signs yeah. usually yeah. or people. Sure. And so it sounds like Absolutely. you prayed about coming here. I'm assuming you prayed about this other stuff. Yeah. And then look at what starts to get put yeah. in your path. Absolutely it's right. Undeniable yeah. when that kind of stuff happens. You have I, to listen. Yeah. If you if you don't, it's gonna keep showing up. Yep. And eventually you're gonna do it regardless, yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it's super cool the way that God works that way. Like if you're listening, he speaks to you all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time. You have to be receptive. You just gotta be receptive and listen, and then the big part of that is obey. So he's telling me to do this. Now he's sending people to confirm that. The craziest thing was, is I told the pastor, I said, man, I want to do this. I was like, but my wife has to be on board. I'm not doing this without my wife's support. Like, not. Yep. I'm sorry, man. It brings, kind of chokes me up a little bit, man, because yeah. my wife is, it's my wife, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and she's. Hey, you're binded sorry. by God. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I mean, she's seen me at my absolute worst. Yep. You know, yep. coming back from deployments and just being an emotional wreck. Um to, uh, to my highs, you know, she's been through the thick and thin. I've, uh, and I'll, I'll probably get to this a little bit later, but how I treated my family while I was active duty and deployed and come home, man, was just a, it was a nightmare um, for them. It was a nightmare. I had no idea at the time what I was doing, but I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that probably later. But um, sure. I told him, I was like, I got to have my wife's support. That's bottom line. Um, so he prayed about it. I prayed about it. And I was, so I come to my wife and I said, hey. I really think God's kind of put this on my heart. And she did not hesitate. She was like, I think you should do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That was my reaction. I was like, what? 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 Yeah, what? What do you mean? I, I thought she we were going to have, yeah, yeah. We were gonna have to have a conversation about this. And I thought I was going to have to convince her to do this. She was like, no. She goes, I think it's a good idea. And that was God, I think, truly speaking into her heart. She didn't exactly say why all of a sudden she had changed her mind. Did you ask? No. No, I just kind of let it go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to take, take, take it, it, it as it is. We'll yeah. flesh that out later on. Yeah, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want to peel back the onion layers <laughs> no. on that one. Play, play it as it lies. Yeah. You, you pick that one up and you run with it. You, uh -huh. don't, you don't hesitate one bit. So, man, that's kind of how it started. And then last May uh, 13th, man, I just I started getting online and was trying to figure out how to start a charitable organization and a nonprofit. And, man, it just has taken off from there. It's amazing what you can do with the internet these days. There's yeah. not much you can't figure out if you just start to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. You got it. You got to just start somewhere. And Yeah, you really do. And yeah. it's amazing the resources that are out there online. Yeah. And even Chris, like you can probably jam out with him because that's what this is. Mm -hmm. It's a nonprofit organization. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... he's got some experience. And by the way, he hasn't been at the HHA USA that long. You know, it's still fairly young, like three or four years yeah, or something. So, yeah. something like that. You know, it won't take you long to get to that three or four year yeah, mark yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's, it's going by quick. Yep. You know, last year we really didn't do a whole lot. It was getting the paperwork right. Um, got a hold of an organization that would kind of help me get some of the paperwork together and make sure I had everything filed correctly and stuff like that. But, 
when my wife started seeing this come together, she got really excited for me because now I've got a focus. Like, right, I'm just retired. Well, at that point, I was still in the military, but I was okay. about, see, May, June, July, August, September. So I was five months from retirement, and she was excited to see me have some kind of focus because... Otherwise, you, yeah. No telling what was going to happen if I didn't have something to focus just, on. Yeah, turn yeah. liquid. It's like you yeah, just yeah. got poured out of a cup on a exactly, fucking table. You're like, exactly well, now right. what the hell do I do? Something needs yeah. to contain this. Yeah. And I need to aim it some, somewhere. Yep. So I think she, she liked the idea of me having something to do and something to focus on. And then I hired a guy to uh, do our logo for us. It was supposed to take two very weeks. Very strong logo. It, well, I appreciate it. And I that do was logos, so like, I, I can appreciate it. That's very well done. Uh, that's cool. I appreciate it. Um, and it was one of those things we thought was going to take two weeks. The guy that I, I sat down and talked with, he and I hit it off. He was a man of God. And I was like, all right, you're the guy. It took three months, which is completely abnormal. He's like, it never takes this long. And I had the board of directors. I had my volunteer guys that wanted to help out when we started getting rolling. They were like, come on, man, where's the logo? Where's the logo? Let me make a logo. And I was like, no, man, God has put on my heart. This is the guy. This is the guy. And for three months, I fought everybody about this logo. And finally, the guy shows it to me, and I was, and I, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, I'm fully invested in this thing, so I don't know if this is a good idea, logo, or a bad idea, but as soon as I started showing it to people, man. It's strong. It, it hit every so what point are the of what it's meant components? for. Because they got the, the four or the three hands. Yep. Grabbing the, the arrow, and there's some meaning there with those, yep. but that, that's the weight of it. So there's yeah. some, some gravitas right there. And then in the middle of that, you have the, the other, like, crosses or something. Mm. And so it's very centered, even though it's off center, it's still, there's a lot yeah. going on in a really balanced way. So I'm, forgive me for my history, cause I'm not a history buff, but me neither. The, <laughs> the artist, when he put it together, he said one of his favorite designs was the three legs of the, um, Isle of Man, the TT. I don't know if you guys are familiar with mm. motorcycle racing. A little bit. So, so they have a crazy motorcycle race on this Island off the coast of, um, England it's called the Man of Isle or Isle of Man. Okay. It's a Man, Isle of Man TT, and it's got three legs, basically kind of going in different directions. But they were supposed to be uh, Roman. I can't remember the boots that they had or whatever. Okay. Or Greek, one of the two. But at any rate, the idea was that they carried equal amount of weight or something like that when mm-hmm. they're marching together and marching in uniform, unison. And he said he always liked that. He had no idea. I love to race motorcycles. Like, if I could do really? anything on this planet, that would be it with race or he, bikes. Or he hired a PI for those three months and yeah, did yeah. some... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why it takes so long? Uh, yeah. Well... So when he said that, I was kind of like, oh, man, that's kind of cool. I was like, it's a cool idea when he started telling me what he thought of this. Sure. Um, and then he showed the arrow because I told him, I was like, you got to have an arrow and then it's archery, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I definitely told him, I was like, one of the stipulations was uh, I don't need deer heads on it. I don't need deer skulls. Everybody's got deer skulls. Everybody's got, you know, that kind of stuff. I was like, I just want something that will kind of show brotherhood. And when he showed it to me and the, you know, you got the three arms locking together and then the one kind of holding the arrow, I was like, yeah, that's to me what it kind of stood out. So when I started asking people without telling them anything, I was like, what comes to mind when you see this? That was the first word out of every single person's mouth was brotherhood. It's like, you see me guys are locked in arms. Some of the best strongest scenes in any like war movie is when they, they go to grab hands and they do this and they lift each other up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I thought it was kind of neat. And then one of my big things is the, there's, couple different names for it but the cross that's in the center is loosely tied to the uh, knights templar and the crusades i don't like it for that part of it necessarily but in the special operations community a lot of guys see that as a crusade a crusader cross i see and okay and it's not like crusades against um 
Muslims, mm -hmm. it's a crusade against terrorism. So yep. it doesn't matter who the terrorist is. It's a cru we are crusaders against terrorism. Um, so that's one of the reasons I put it in there. So it would connect with other guys in the yep. special operations community and just people uh, kind of in general. But to be perfectly honest, for me, one of the other names is the Cross of Jerusalem. And the center cross, the idea is that's the cross representing Jesus, and then you've yeah. got the other four being Which the Gospels. Which is important to what you're doing yeah, here. Yeah, exactly sure. right. Um, and then another version of it is, you know, it's spreading the Gospel throughout all of creation. So you've got your center cross kind of being Jerusalem. You know, you've got the center cross and then the little parts kind of sticking out of that. And then in those gaps, you've got smaller crosses. So mm -hmm. everywhere that we go, we should be spreading the Gospel of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. So that was kind of the idea. And everything that we do is centered around that. So we have our brotherhood. We have our archery centered around, yep. around Jesus. It's a very densely packed. It is. Not in a visually distracting way, but in a Correct. like meaningful yeah, way. Yeah. There's a lot of density there. Yeah, absolutely. Which is really hard to do visually. Yeah. But I, I know this. <laughs> well, <laughs> another, another part of it, and this was something I got to think about as I was looking at it, is the one arrow or the one arm is catching the arrow. Yep. And to me, it looks like it's either stopping the arrow yep. or it's grabbing the arrow to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. And when I got to thinking about it, was like, man, that's the first thing you want to do. If you're if you're wounded or you got an arrow sticking through your arm, pull that Stop thing out. Stop the bleeding, out. start the healing, right? Yeah, yep. and so that's probably the bigger part of what we're trying to do is the healing part yep. for veterans and service members, to be honest. That's awesome. And what was your role in the, in the military, in the Army? So um, I, w I was a Green Beret at 5th Special Forces spe Group. Spec Ops or Special Ops, so I mm -hmm. was like, wait a second, were you? Yeah, yeah. So I was a Green Beret in 5th uh, Special Forces Group okay. for 17, 18 years. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. So one of you are so freaking jacked, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I've lost a lot of weight over the last couple of years. I got stuck in an office, so that's never fun. But sure. that's how I knew I was ready to retire when they put you in the office. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, <laughs> put you up to pass time's right? up, man. Yeah, that's exactly right. I was like, eh, I don't like this anymore. I'm getting out. Yeah, so yeah. I ended up retiring at 23 years. Um, oh. I wanted to do 24 but I got medically retired a year early. Okay. And, and I knew I knew that was coming a year ahead of time. Like, they told so me, you like... you prep for it mentally yeah. and... Yeah, exactly right. So... And that kind of gave birth to some of this stuff to start to take some space. Yeah, yeah. So what ends up happening kind of inadvertently is I go to get out, but the day that they tell me, hey, you're being medically retired, you're out of the Army in six months, I had an emotional reaction. Was not you don't see those things it. coming sometimes. No, I didn't see it at all. I yeah. knew I was going to retire. I was ready to retire. I'd been in the office at this point for two years. I was ready. I was done. I was like, I don't like the sitting behind a desk. Set in yet. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm being told you're not good enough or fit enough to be in the Army anymore. Sure. And I was like, holy crap. I'm like, wow. And I, I, thinking that I was prepared for it, right? And then not being prepared, I was like, man, how, how do guys feel that are being kicked out of the Army or... You know, they just can't get promoted to the next rank, so the mm -hmm. army pushes them out, or guys blow their knee out, or get shot, or something See, like that, your, and your they purpose get gets, it, gets kind of yeah. sucked out, right? Yeah, sure. absolutely. So I got to thinking, like me being mentally prepared for this, I was like, and still having emotional issues with it. Like, man, how do these guys feel about mm -hmm. it? And so what I really with the veteran archery project, what I started thinking about was is. You know, we could do some kind of counseling or something like that. And I got to thinking, I was like, no, there's tons of organizations that do the counseling. Um, and, and really what I, what kind of struck me is, is guys go to counseling, they do their amount of time, that counselor says, hey, you're good to go, you're out on your own, go do your thing, then what? 
Yeah, the console wants to make it a light switch, but it's not how it actually works. Yeah. It's a dimmer, and you don't ever yeah, like... Exactly right. So yeah. now these guys are just kind of left to be on their own again, and what do they do? Most of us, they go right back to taking the medications that the VA gave us or, you know, wherever, and then start drinking with that, you know, to help settle our nerves and all this other mess. And then next thing you know, guys are, unfortunately, you know, they're pulled into that, that whirlpool of, I say Shit. drugs and alcohol, yep. but it's usually medication, you know, yep. and, and alcohol. And then we've had some guys, man, pass away over the last two years, some guys that I knew from, from fifth group. Yep. From complications strong to humans. alcohol and strong, yeah. strong dudes yeah. that are capable, yeah. mentally tough in all other scenarios. Yeah. And then you take that purpose away and it's like, the yeah. fuck am I doing? Yeah. That's so, not, no one could deal with that well. Yeah. You know, especially if you served your country, you think you'd be, you'd be owed more than that, yeah. you know? It's, it's crazy. This is really tough. It's, it's crazy how that transaction comes because I went through a little bit of that. Once I actually retired, it was yep. like, okay, well, now what do I do? Yeah, and by the way, like, what job makes the most sense? How do you get in that market? And and then suddenly you realize it's like, well, shit, it's not... The the civilian world doesn't care as much as you would expect them to in some degree. Because the the translation of that experience to something else, it's hard to bridge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what's what's kind of even more crazy and something that's had on my mind and what I'm hoping for in the next, you know, three to five years, like our midterm goals for the nonprofit is... Sorry, when we get our nonprofit status, we've... Technicalities, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're working on it. I'll put it that way. Um, you know, in a military town, so I retired about 45 minutes from um, Clarksville, which is kind of the big town around uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Okay. I'm still close to military guys. All I have to do is drive on post, and I can see other military guys and, you know, BS with them if we'll want to. I've still got friends that are still in. So that's yeah. relatively easy. When you get guys that get out of the military and then go back to their hometown, and maybe the last person in that town that was in combat was World War II or Vietnam, right. man, they don't have anybody to really talk to and connect with. Yep. And that was kind of the other part of this was like, man, let's try to pull guys together, you know, a like-minded group of guys and women. Uh, we'd love to have some women yeah. come out and shoot with us. It's, you know, um, right now it's all dudes. Um, but, man, just have them come together and have people that they can talk to. Yep. So over this midterm, our midterm goal is, is hoping to maybe fly those guys from North Carolina or wherever out to Colorado and we all go do a 3D shoot or we go do a hunt or, you know, whatever it is. You know, we'll see what happens here in the future. You know, it's brilliant. Yeah. So, and so and what far. what you focus on is what moves and you're yeah. focused on it. So it's moving. Yeah. And it's, and it's going well. The crazy part is I've not had to put a whole lot of effort into it, to be perfectly honest. It's, yeah. God has really brought me the people and the resources that we've needed for things to fall into place for exactly what we need yep. in this moment. That's a flywheel effect, man. Yeah. You, you do a little bit, and then it spends much yeah. more for you. So Well, and the crazy thing is we didn't have the money to get up here, to be perfectly honest, for buying the food and that sort yep. of thing. And, man, like the day before we came up, got a donation of money and it paid for our trip up here awesome. i was like it's crazy how that works how mm-hmm. god if he if this is what god's will is he'll provide and that's exactly what he did now it was stressful because i had to wait till the last minute for him to go all right fine i'll give you yeah because you know, you're going to figure anyways but, it yeah. seems like that's in your dna yeah yeah for sure so yeah we just scrounged for it we just figured it out you yeah. know i'd have put it on the credit card i don't know something you know my wife yeah. wouldn't have been happy worst about case that, scenario you yeah. find it and yeah yeah but, yeah. yeah we'd have found a way to get these guys up here and yeah and for me, the, probably the craziest part of this, and I think where my wife realizes that this is real, is that because I'm an introvert, I don't like people. I don't like hearing. No wonder she said no. Guys, out, yeah, guys out there, forgive me for what I'm about to say. 
I don't like people whining. I don't like whining about myself. Mm -hmm. I just don't like talking about. You sound the bad like most stuff. of the people in the military. Yeah, yeah. We and, don't and like talking like, about the I'm bad like, stuff. So my buddy, I'm like, how do you define people? He's like, two or more of them that I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't like any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but God really changed my heart, and I've got a heart for guys that are struggling either while they're in the military mm -hmm. to relate to other people and especially guys that have transitioned out of the military because it's finding that purpose, man. Like what now, what do I do with my hands? It took me eight months to realize. So I, I'll back up and I'll say this. As I was getting out of the army, they have pretty good programs. I, they're decent programs to try to prepare you to get out of the army. Okay. And then they try to help you get a job, help you build a resume, all this stuff. Right. So they're, the Army is trying. Yeah. It's not a great yeah. program, but they're trying. And, I, and right? I appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. And you get a year normally to do this. They give you a full year most of the time to kind of go through this process. And you can take classes. And there's all kinds of, all kinds of resources they have to help guys make that transition. But for me, one of the ladies asked, she's like, if you could do anything, what would it be? Uh, first thing out of my mouth was race motorcycles. And she was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I was like, yeah, I know it's not going to happen. I got a broken vertebrae in my neck and I got four, the question. four, that's four discs yeah. blown out, right? So she's like, yeah, you can't do that because, you know, you're being medically retired. And I was like, yeah, I know. But you, yeah, that's what you asked me. So she goes, okay, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, okay, besides motorcycle racing, if you could do anything on the planet, what would it be? I was like, I don't know. I just retired from yeah, what well, I, I wanted to do. Question, right? Yeah, what the fuck yeah. Would you do? I mean, I had an amazing career mm -hmm. and mostly because of the people around me, they were absolutely phenomenal. But that was my dream job, was to be in special operations and get to go to combat and do all the fun stuff that you dream about when you're a little kid. Don't get me wrong, I'm, combat sucks and it's not you know something that we sit around and dream about. I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to go to war You had today. your moments though. Yeah. You had but, your moments, the, the, well, the highlights that you're like, yep, that was a fucking yeah. thing. So I'll say this, like, and I tell people this all the time, like you have doctors who train for years and years and years to operate on somebody. They're in the ER and they're not hoping that there's a car wreck, but they're in the ER and if a car wreck happens and there's they're people that need to deal with it. Correct. They want to be the ones to be there. You need to use all of that training after yeah. to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I hope for an accident today. It's not that. We don't yeah. hope for war, right. but if war comes, I want to be the guy there, if yeah. that makes sense. Because that's what we train for, right? You're confident in your training and yeah, your yeah. ability. Absolutely. And especially guys in the special operations community, man, we want to be there. We want to yeah. be there right now. Like, we want to go. It kicks off, like, let's be there right now. Yep. So, I don't want to, I didn't want it to make it sound like, you know, I'm a warmonger because that's not it. But, you know, you train for so long, you want to be able to do your job if the time comes where it's needed, if that makes sense. Um, so, at any rate, yeah, see, now I got off on a tangent. So, we were talking about this about dogs earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this dog was bred to do this, and if yeah. it goes to be a family dog, it's like, this isn't what I was meant yeah. to do. No wonder it's a bad yeah. dog, right? Because it's like not doing the thing. It was, yeah. It's not fulfilling its purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You but, know? So, that just reminded me of what I was getting at. There you <laughs> go. So, see? Sorry. Oh, man. See, I told you that squirrel thing, man. I'll it go happens. off on a tangent. It's, it wouldn't um, be a podcast if it didn't happen. Yeah, well, that's good. That makes me feel better. Yep. Uh, so, um, yeah, so she, I don't know, she keeps asking me, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? So then I was like, I don't know. 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 I was telling her this for like two weeks in a straight of like, I don't know what I want to do. So she tries then offering me jobs. Like, we can get you a job in this and this and this. And it was all behind a desk. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, nope. Nope. She's like, yeah, but your, your, your injuries and stuff, you should probably be behind a desk. I was like, absolutely not. Like, that's, I'm not doing that. No. That's why, I, I don't know. That's probably what killed me, to be honest, in the military. Was those last two years were horrible. Um, because I was behind a desk, I was at a computer all day. That's not what I want to do with the rest of my life. So I walked out of there kind of disappointed and had no idea what I wanted to do. 
So I spent, I don't know, about six months doing nothing. Sitting around the house. Which is really hard for people like you that you need to have water going through your gills. Correct. You know? Yeah. And it started getting to the point where I found myself getting very stale. I started getting kind of lazy and I was like, man, I've got to get up off my feet and do something. So I started a little business um, where I subcontract under other people. And I was like, you know what? I don't have any man skills when it comes to like physical labor, working with my hands, like, like, uh, uh, like remodeling here. homes and <laughs> stuff like that. Same here. So I subcontract under one of the guys out here and... Man, we just—they're teaching me to swing a hammer. Perfect. Awesome. You know? So I've been doing that for the last couple of months, but it's given me a little bit more purpose and drive. You know, something to do. You yes. to be open to that stuff yeah. too. Because yeah. in a man's world, as a man, it's kind of yeah. like you don't know how to do that. It's like, no yeah. asshole, I don't. Yeah. But so if someone's like open to teaching. That's pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty cool, and they're paying me to do it, so that's pretty awesome. Even better. Too. Yeah. yeah. Double bonus. Yeah. So and really, what they're what was crazy to me is is they're like, man, we I just want somebody to come to work, be there on time, and just work hard. Yep. That's all yep. I want. I don't care if you know how to swing a hammer or not. Yeah. It's like, I'll teach yeah, you. Yeah, because he can't find people to show up on time. That's yeah, like exactly. Right. He's like, fuck, yeah. you're show up on time? This is yeah, great. Yeah. I'll teach you how to do shit. Yeah, absolutely. Then you don't come with any bad baggage. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. That was that was huge for me and, and for my wife. She, man, over the last several months, she's like, when are you going to deploy again, man? She's like, I need you out of my hair. She's like, you're in the house too much. You're in my way. Because you know the way I deal That's with the kids. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. So, it, yeah, it's been it kind of interesting to get out of the house again and start finding something to do. Yeah. And then, yeah, spring rolled around. You know, archery season starts to pick up, man, and it's been crazy with the Veteran Archery Project ever since, man, just getting guys out. I bring them out to the farm, and we just shoot. So Beautiful. Early on, we got enough money to where we bought some, and I paid for some, but I built some wood target stands, hung some targets out there, and we shoot anywhere from 20 to 100 yards and just get guys out to the farm once a month and just shoot. Cool. Just for something to do. Yep. And then when we get the opportunity to come up to a trip like this or do a 3D event and, you know, closer to Clarksville, man, we jump on it. Yep. So it's been yeah, a lot I of fun. I imagine you'll be making a few more of these in the in your future. I hope so. With the relationship yeah. building yeah. with Chris and HHA USA. Yeah. And, I, and what I'm hoping as well, and, and Chris has been phenomenal with helping yeah. me out with some of the details about stuff and giving me some great ideas. Um, but and I, and I hate I hate this part of it because I'm not a salesman. But we need the resources, and yep. it sucks because everything costs money. Everything. And I, so you guys gotta be asking yeah. for shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm not. But people are happy to get this it. kind of stuff too. Yeah. So don't. You, you know, we should. We'll introduce you to some other friends too. We were just talking about Kyle Mendiola not that long. He runs Ardent Archers here, and he's uh, taking military vets and teaching them archery. Oh, that's cool. So he's got Super a lot cool. of donors that are giving him equipment, targets, and bows, and things that's of that phenomenal. nature. Chris is helping with that. So there's a, a really strong community. If you think of HHA USA as the hub, there's a lot of spokes off of that. So tapping into that community is going to be a really good way to just even like banter with people that are yeah. kind of trying to do similar things in different spaces geographically and, and like literally. Um, it'd be good for you to talk to some other folks too. Yeah. Because these are all these guys are vets also. You know, they're yeah. like, I need to put myself to use here, yeah. and that's how they're finding yeah. a way to do it. And it's cool, man, that guys are are doing it from a nonprofit standpoint. Rather, I mean, because we right. can take our skills and go overseas and I could make, man, 10 times what I'm making right now working for myself. Absolutely. But that's not what I wanted to do anymore. You know, I want to be with my family. Yep. So it's just cool to see other guys that are doing the same, something similar, you know, rather than taking their skills overseas and making tons of money. I know a couple of those guys too, chase yep. the, you know, they chase the civilian deployments. Yeah, I have a buddy that flew drones uh, mm -hmm. in Afghanistan and he got out and now he's doing underwater welding yeah. in Guam and that's offshore cool. oil rigging things. That's crazy cool. And yeah. I would love to do underwater welding. Like, I it's think that's cool. Cool. 
but he's away from his family for yeah, three or four months at sucks. a time. I don't know, yeah, no rig. That, you know? that part would definitely it's suck. In sketchy freaking areas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But you know, then you're back home again for a couple months too. So then it's yeah. like, well, what the hell do you do when you're home? Yeah. You know, people are like, well, now I'm living my life. Now you're, you're yeah. gone for three months. Now I just get like, there's always mm-hmm. adjustments there. Like, yeah, I try absolutely. to vacuum around the house. My wife's like, you didn't make the lines, or I'm like, what the fuck, are you talking about? I yeah, vacuum. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. What, what do you want from me? What's the line? Why don't you make the lines the way that I make them? I'll just do it. I'm like, no, I can learn how to do lines. Yeah, she's trained me well. I've got all sorts of stuff down. Oh, that's good. That's at least you're trainable. So that's good. I'm still not trainable yet, so my wife's like, just get out of the house, man. Go find a job. <laughs> get out of here. She's like, do you do some of these things poorly on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't tell you which ones, but maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mine, exactly. mine has a particular problem with how I load the dishwasher, so, yeah. you know. I have that, too. It's fine. That's funny, because I'm the one that's like, you're not loading the dishwasher, right? Yeah, you're probably but, pretty yeah. regimented about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, when you go to put it away, it's like, I want to grab all the forks at one time, not, and I'm going to stab myself with a freaking knife. Like, yeah. come on here. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if the... If everything's not just right in a little row and they're not nice and neat in there, it drives me crazy. Yeah, that horrible. Kicks in. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying so hard to get rid of that part of my. I, that is definitely a trained OCD thing for sure because right. that's, I'm usually kind of I'm very unorganized when it comes to like a desk and paperwork and stuff yep. like that. I'm just a mess, man. It's just a nightmare. But other stuff like my shop, man. If my Where you tools, put your tools are in yeah, the right yeah. drawer in the right it. spot, oh my God, you sound like my I can Joel. I can walk in the in the shop and I can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> Go over to the drawer, pull a drawer out. And there's a wrench out of place. I'm like, no. Put it where it goes, and then it's like, you know, everything's right with the world again. Close the door, and then I can go back to whatever I was doing before. That's hilarious. Makes your spine itch. It's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, but then I can turn around and, you know, yeah. in my bedroom, make a huge mess, and my wife gets mad because I just throw my pants on the floor. Yeah. So it's why it's why it's that way with some stuff and not the other. I have Who no knows? Idea. It's not it's super weird. Problem, man. It's, it's yeah. so weird. Absolutely so how do, um, I mean, some folks that listen are going to hear this on the airwaves or what have you, but... Let's direct them. Where do they go? I know you're not a big salesperson, but we got to tell people how they can get involved. So we've got a Facebook page. I don't have Facebook. I don't have any social media. Personally, I've never had it, so forgive me about the Facebook thing. My wife says... The Veteran Archery Project, they'll find it on Facebook. Hopefully that helps. I don't know. Veteran Archery Project yeah, on the, Facebook. The Veteran the, Archery. That's important. Yeah. Okay. Yes, correct. Because there's yep. another one, Archery Project or something. Got that's it. kind of similar. And the colors are blue and red and white. Yep. Red, red, white, and blue. Yeah. Um, yeah, red, yeah. white, and blue would have been a better way to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, same, same. <laughs> same, same, same. I don't know why I corrected you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Oh, man. No, you said all the colors correctly. That was just, they weren't in the right order, so I had Get to put them in order. It's in this order. It has to be in this order. Don't come look at how I do my dishwasher, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and then we've got a website, theveteranarcheryproject.com, and then okay. we've also got an Instagram, which is the underscore veteran underscore archery underscore project. Got it. Maybe something we'll at the end. Everything too, yeah, so yeah we'll, that's we'll awesome. Get some stuff out there. My wife does all the social media stuff. I don't. Probably better still that don't way. Know. Yeah, it's yeah. so much better that way. It yeah. stresses if me mine out. Mine did. Then we wouldn't have any spelling errors yeah, from people making fun of me for it. So. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Well, cool, man. Yeah, well, thanks so, for joining us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the thanks broadcast. for having me. And I appreciate you letting me run my mouth a bunch. So. It's good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Cool. Appreciate you guys.